This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here I am. I'm in Los Angeles, California. Um, I am visited by visited by what is this the <laughs> night before <Ghosts>. Christmas? Uh, Andrew Collin is haunting me from, I'm guessing, his apartment in St. Louis. Am I? <laughs> I think so. I can, I know. I recognize that wall. Yeah, uh, I'm here. I'm home. I'm home. <laughs> and we have Noah in Arizona. And also joining us this week on the show um, is my dear friend. One of my, I would say, I would say best friends. And that's not just something I would reserve to say after you're like you've passed. I think people sometimes bump up people <laughs> in the standing once they've passed. But one of my best friends, uh, he's a comedian. He has a new special out on YouTube that you can watch for free right now called The uh, the Mad King. 
Please welcome to the show Ben Glebe. Thank you, Nick. What's up, girl? Hi, Ben. How has uh, premiere weekend been of your stand-up special? It has been good. It's been really good. People's comments have been really nice, and some really nice people have been... You read comments? I read comments only for big events. I don't read them for most things, but for big things that I've been working on for a very long time, I'm curious. But that said, I feel like I'm being shadow banned by YouTube. It's on YouTube oh, for free, really? and I feel like I'm talking about a lot of things in the podcast that... I mean, the podcast in in the special that you're not maybe supposed to talk about. I feel like I'm being shadow banned. Like the views have not yeah. been great, even though the reviews well, are like insane. Well, let's change that. The right. reviews are insane and they should be. I, you know, I'm, I like to support my friends. My friend Ben is, I know, hilarious. It's been like a while since I've seen your stand up. I mean, I've watched you. You do, uh, you host a lot of shows. It, you have like a comedy club in your apartment called Club Nowhere, which you started during <laughs> Zoom, um, where you do a lot of I improv sets and different shows on that. But it's been a while since I'd seen your stand up. I mean, maybe since like 2009 or something, dude. I'm sorry to admit that. Wow. But it had been, you know, since I was, I don't watch anyone stand up, but like maybe saw you at the improv back in the day. Your stand up special the Mad King is so freaking funny, so good. I was live texting you about it the other uh -huh. night when I was watching it, and I was blown away, man. I mean, I knew you were funny, but I really thought that because you're such an improv guy and you're such a guy that uh, does these specific shows where you play characters, you do like filters on your face where you'll do different impressions, and they're so fun. I encourage everyone to check out everything Ben has going on because he's just one of the funniest. But this stand-up special is like top-notch. Your stand-up is great. Thank you so much. That's very kind of you. Your text chain to me was very encouraging during my premiere night. That made me feel very good. Yeah, I just put it on and I, I started writing to him as I was watching like all the bits I loved. And I was watching it on two like uh, 1.5. <laughs> I think I started at 1.7, but you're a fast talker, which I appreciate. Yeah. So I had to take it down to a 1.5. And I, as soon as I start going, I know that Ben is so neurotic, just like I am, that I go, by the way, Ben, don't think that I'm like skipping bits. I'm watching it on double the speed. So I'm going, that is and how like, kind you are. That is how nice of a person <laughs> you are, is that you, 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 you're not only taking care of, you're not only being nice watching it, but you're taking care of my psyche. And you're telling well, I me. I know you. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would have been so confused. I would have you thought you were coming around. You were like, I think YouTube is glitching because I was going too fast. You were just you're four minutes it. in and you're like, your closer is incredible. Yeah. I, love, I, I love how you closed out the show with those credits. That was yeah. amazing. And, and, and she like live, live texted me for the first like two thirds oh, of that's it and funny. then dropped off. And then I Dropped texted her off. like an hour later. I was like, oh, so you hate the last third of my special? I know. That's how not good of a friend I was. I didn't tell you that I dropped off because I assumed that you would think like, there's no way I would not like keep going. Even if it sucked, I would like find something to like about it. Even if I, but I, I had to, I got distracted because someone was like, I need this answer on something. So I had to go shift gear. So I haven't <laughs> finished it. But man, I like, I was, it made me, and that's the mark of something great. It made me want to really like buckle down and focus on my writing and it was just so tight because I know you, you and I are very similar in the sense that we're both, we can get very tangential, very quick, and we, it can be, we just get distracted. We're very ADD on stage. Andrew, are you, 
do you have something in your mouth? Because it is an active slapping of the gums. That I can't. But like, it's uh, you know what it to, is. I, I've been hearing you know it for like two minutes, and I was gonna not say anything, but it's it's very it's too much, man. My brain can't handle. Are you it. eating taffy? <laughs> yeah, I'm eating, I'm eating Airheads. Uh, Are you tying a cherry stem into a knot with your mouth right now to impress <laughs> us? Is that what's happening? Look, I'm impressed. I've lost a few teeth over the weekend. <laughs> I'm down to negative four. Huh? <laughs> what is it? It's my there. gums. My gums. Oh, okay. I thought you. I thought you said, "Well, you know what it is." So I thought yeah, you had an did. answer for it. I thought that, yeah. I never do. I never have an answer. It's my shitty mouth. I got it. My no, wet Andrew, mouth from my dad. A- you got to go back and listen to what I, I, that was. Yeah. It sounds like a sea lion eating chips. I know I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm disgusting. I get it. That's not what I was saying at all. If, I, if you no. would have known how long I let it go before I said something, I am I'm a changed person. I'm drinking coffee. I'm drinking coffee. Hearing about the my stand would have commented Andrew on it. it. Andrew gets wet yeah. when he hears about my jokes. That's how it always oh has been. Oh my god! <laughs> but seriously, the I'll stop. I'm drinking coffee. That's what it is. I'm drinking. It coffee. is. Wait, what? Yeah, I... <laughs> that doesn't explain anything. <laughs> Look, I don't know if your guests are allowed to do their own ad reads, but if you'd like coffee that makes your gums wet, try the new Wet Gum <laughs> Coffee Company. It makes oh, your gums wet. Uh, that is Listen honestly one of our most popular customers. Okay, you know what it is? I think I think I okay. did figure it out. I have food in my teeth. And you're trying to get it out. Six weeks ago. <laughs> we I don't know you how, a water pick, brother. How does food get stuck in your teeth when you don't have any? I don't know. I mean, exactly. they're sockets. Those those empty sockets. You gotta get a water pick. Sockets. <laughs> you're keeping sockets or pockets. If you use promo code Cookie Gums, you get Sockets three free beans. <laughs> dude, sockets are pockets is the funniest thing I've ever heard, dude. Sockets. Are well, go pockets. back and listen to what I was the the sound effects that were going on while I was talking about about a special. It sounded like a <laughs> there was it was it was just so wet. It sounded like a bathroom that was like leak like a leaky bathroom. Wet bread okay, well, well, against the wall. Yeah. I don't know if we're good. You know how a lot of radio shows have a cough button? Andrew needs a mouth sounds button. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I need? I need one of those dentists to carry around one of those vacuums. Oh, those are great. I love when you get to suck on one of those. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Oh, you don't? What no, do you it mean? Holds on to you. It holds on to you. I feel like I'm going to get sucked into the machine completely. I love it. And every, Wait, you think no. your whole body's yeah. going in the my, machine? Yeah, my whole body's going in there like an ectoplasm thing and Ghostbusters sucking me in there like Slimer. And hopefully the black doesn't release me at midnight into the street. And it is no, funny. Every, every mouth on earth has How something. How skinny do you think you are, Ben? I'm pretty, How skinny do you that, think you yeah, are? He's a tiny, tiny man. <laughs> that is funny. Boy. The sucker always like gets the water first and is like, yeah. and it like does its job and then it goes like, and it just like holds on for dear life yes. to like skin and it just like starts freaking out and then you gotta like pull it off like the the nurse needs like help from her friend to get it off. Yes. Yeah. She's pushing against the wall. She's around the corner yes. trying to tug your it, body back. That sucker thing always like 
it it's like a, a, a it's like me dating in my late twenties. Like it just is cool at first, <laughs> and then it's just like no, don't let go, don't let go. <laughs> Sucking for dear life. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every, I was. Back in- <laughs> every human exactly. sucked on the same piece of plastic like three times that day already. It's not. They're pleasant. very clean at that dentist. But you know what? I will say that Ben has some. <laughs> Ben has some great like just bits about uh, just the, the what I like about your special is that you, the part I saw the third I saw which I read thirds of books I watched you thirds saw, of specials. You saw two thirds. Um, you saw two thirds. I, I I did. I saw I saw two thirds. Um, but at one point eight speed, so that's a third. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it's uh, math. It, it was. You talk about things that I was like, God, this is. There's no way that you could there's like stuff that's just it that you think has been done but it, it hasn't like your stuff on religion which whenever, whenever someone starts talking about religion i'm always kind of like i'm out because i don't really know about religion and i don't really know what i'm supposed to know and i feel like i used to think cain and abel were like the two characters from cheers that sat at the bar like i didn't know anything about religion so <laughs> i i think of wrestlers I, I don't know why but i learned a little bit like i love can i just can i like spoil one of your bits yeah yeah i don't think it's bad if i do well, yeah um the what you were talking about how why has god never shown up again then <laughs> he did can you just can you kind of like yeah, run us through that bit? Did, it's just why so did funny. god only talk to us once thousands of years ago during an era of very poor record keeping why yeah. was that when he chose to speak? They didn't, we didn't even have, have pens. pens. We didn't have feather pens. You had to carve shit into stone to get yeah. your message across. God's on, uh, Moses on top of Mount Sinai. He's like, slow down. I'm on one. You're on seven. Is it kill or thou shalt not kill? I'm carving this. Run it back, That was please. such a great point. I mean, it's it like, makes, yeah. Talk uh, one more know, time. Talk I'm one more thinking- time. The carving makes it so official, you know, like if yeah. Moses just wrote it in notes on his phone <laughs> and, and came down and was like, hey, you shouldn't kill a guy. It's like, that's in your notes. That's your, like, that was okay. the original voice to text. <laughs> you wrote it on the back of a Jamba Juice receipt. You'd be like, ah, I don't know if we're going to trust this. Wait, time out. There's Jamba Juice back then? <laughs> Listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, in your scenario, there was a phone, Andrew. That was so a once a phone. <laughs> that's a good. That's a once, good point. Once we got a phone, you got to have Jamba Juice to balance it out. Yeah, uh, well, there's a tablet joke in there. Oh well, boy. Oh, that there is for sure. <laughs> iPad. Um, I wanted to <laughs> talk voice about to iPad. <laughs> voice to tablet. Um, I uh, last night I posted something on, or I guess it was two days ago on my Instagram story. I saw a, a clip from a comedian. That you know that handsome British comedian, what's his name? Jack. Um, oh yes, Jack Whitehall Jack. or something. Yes, Jack Whitehall. Yes, uh, gorgeous man. Um, Thank you. I was thinking he, of you when I saw this clip. I swear. Yeah, I. I there, it's, yeah. it's rare that I, well, it is not rare. Let me be honest. There's a lot of times when comedians have like a really hot take on something, <laughs> and most of it, the time it's like be, comedians hate uh, cyclists. They hate bi- people. They don't want to share the road <laughs> with cyclists. That's such a point they like to make about like they're going too slow and like get off the road and that just causes people to like be angry at cyclists and it causes them to because my dad's a cyclist and he always gets run off the road by just people that are like get off my road it's just so stupid your dad is always getting run off the road on his bike that's not happening how often how often no because 
it used to happen a lot. He doesn't bike anymore, but when he was a cycling, there would always be people that would just go right next to him just because Damn. they were like, you think you're better than me, guy, in spandex. It's working out, and I'm jealous of you because you have a better- Nikki, like, you were driving that car. Well, <laughs> it was my dad's car. The irony. It was my dad. Every time it's a 97 Sentra. What is it? Um, and whereas I'm someone the other day, I was I was on the sidewalk and there were people biking on the sidewalk. And I was like, the, get off the sidewalk. I yelled at them. I go, guys. And I didn't yell. I did it as nice as possible. There were there was three of them. And I go, Nikki, don't say anything. They're a family. They don't know. But it wasn't a family. It was like people my age. And then there was three more in this group. And I go, guys. You got to bike on the road. The road is right here. It's biking is on the road. And it's not on the sidewalk. I'm wait, on wait, I'm wait. on the right part. <laughs> well, yeah. No, so you're, wait, you're Hold on a second. Are you I'm both saying cyclists deserve to be on the road. Keep cyclists <laughs> on the road. But you're also but you saying that people them. don't respect it and they're getting run off the road and you're sending them to their death. That's what I'm saying. You're sending them back to their well, death. Drivers need to be more <laughs> Drivers need to be more respectful. They need to give them room. They don't need to be so angry at them. It's not, I love, I give cyclists so much room. I'm all, almost in the next lane. I love giving a lot of room. You're in oncoming traffic always, just so you can let a cyclist get his I chance. I really am. I think God needs to come down and make this a commandment. <laughs> to, Where is to, God now? To keep cyclists somewhere in the middle. But Jack, Jack Whitehall was going off about you know, I, I got to the airport and pe when people are, he's just so hot, so I'm watching it. He's like, people are late, you know, when people are late to the airport, they just cut in line. I don't like people cutting in line. Whereas I'm like, you're a famous person. You've 100% cut people in line to get in clubs because you're like with Kate Beckinsale in tow. You've 100% like cut in front of people but he's really taken up he's taken umbrage with these people cutting in line at the airport and i <laughs> i just i mean his his thing was like their excuses but i'm late and it's like i get it it's funny it's almost like the louis ck joke of when someone like cuts in front of you in traffic and it does like a dumb thing and you're like what are you doing and the woman's like but i want to go there and you're like well you can't and she's like but i want to do it but I can't inter like that's not a good enough reason. I get the joke, but truly, I think it's bad propaganda for people yeah. traveling. If 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 you if you everyone has been late to the airport, if someone is looking under duress and they show up at the airport and they're gonna miss their flight, and you are in line at TSA and you were two hours there early because you're responsible and all these things that you want everyone to know, well, you should have been there earlier, just like me, because I'm responsible. Well, guess what? Not everyone's you. So sometimes shit happens in life. Your alarm doesn't go off. Whatever. Let people go in front of you. This is so stupid that everyone should have to wait in line. There's so many times I get to the airport late. And I am fraught with like wanting to interrupt. Like if I ever see someone looking nervous about missing their flight, I'm always like, go ahead. I don't even like wait for them to ask because it's so there should be a line for people who are late. Do you? And Ben wrote to me and said, I agree with you on this. hundred um, percent. Ben, I, I just think too many times there's there are people that skip the line that get off the plane. Like I had a girl today or, or the other day. She got up right away, got in front. Yeah. Skipped the whole line, got off the plane. We got out of the fucking little tarmac, whatever area. And then she stopped walking right in front and just blocked traffic. So she hurried to get off the plane. Oh, yeah. And then was in no hurry off the plane. Right. Which kind of drove me insane because she didn't have anywhere to go. But I guess 
her brain had somewhere to go because she was feeling probably anxious and anxiety and all that are- shit are you know you're gonna find people that are going to break the rules and just line cut because they just want to but that is i feel like it's few and far between as opposed to like when people are late and they're gonna miss their flight because if something happened the uber they called an uber it canceled like there's a million things that can not be your quote-unquote fault and then people just look at you like sorry you should have been like me i'm really responsible and it's like (laughs) well sorry i had an alcoholic father who didn't teach me how to get to the airport two hours early like you bitch like just let me go (laughs) in front like why are you why is it so important andrew's a huge andrew andrew's a huge andrew whitehall fan and jack whitehall fan and (laughs) i don't think you just love the british is that what it is yeah he's a jackie because yeah, I can't. I can't name one other British comedian, but God, they're they. I you know they mean so much to me. To their upbringing. mouth issues, they both they both they have, they have teeth things that get in the way, and <laughs> yeah. you, it makes people empathetic to them. I get it. Well, look, I I just think that you know that one. I had one guy skip me in line, and I had headphones in, and and I started talking shit about him, but I Hello. didn't realize. <laughs> I was too loud because the music was on, and so I pretended oh, I was rapping yeah. like to yourself, about right? the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "You bald ponytail, motherfucker!" Like it was very specific to him. Uh, <laughs> you've never right. called out anyone for skipping lines or anything, like you oh, never. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but not at an airport. There, not if there's there a, a difference between someone going. I'm really late. I'm so sorry. Like looking sad yep. about yes. it. Yes. And then someone who just is like, I want to get there sooner because I think I'm better. I mean, there is a total difference. Jack Whitehall's joke was about people who are late and are like, can I get in front? Cause I'm late. And he's like, yeah, that's not a good enough excuse. We're like, all, we're all whatever here. He said. We're all here yeah. for a flight. You think we have all these bags so we can go buy a giant Toblerone? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. that that's, Okay. Is that the word? Oh, God. I mean, that's not a bad joke by no, any means. it's a means. funny joke, but also, like, good. yeah, it's, it's a funny reference but to also, justify like, the bad opinion. It's just a, it's a false premise because false premise. he doesn't believe that at all either. Jack, I know if yep. he was late to an airport, would want someone to, like, he was, he's a I'm nice so guy. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I have to, I have to catch a loo in the air. You know, whatever yes. they call planes. Air that's loos. what I liked about your stand-up special is that there aren't false premises based on like things that are you're just not angry about things that don't really make any sense that are just for the joke like they're all based on actual stuff that's happening in your life and i want to get to more things that you talked about in the first two-thirds of your special when we get back (laughs) after this with ben (laughs) glee Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. 
As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power. The kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. All right. We're back with Benny Boy Glebe. Ben Glebe has a new special out called The Mad King that you can check out on YouTube. We do think it has been shadow banned, so we would really appreciate you guys to watch it. Uh, you are going to love this. Like I I do promote people's stand-up a lot, and especially my friends. I was so happy that this was actually great. And really, Ben, I'm serious. Like, And I already told you this via text. It truly inspired me and made me go... 
But I, I mean, I, t- I said this was Burr levels good, like Bill Burr levels good, w- without question. Like this, if any of these jokes I could see coming from, they are, if Bill Burr were to say them, Carlin-esque, you know, all, all these guys, like it's up there with that where it's like the way you make, you change the way I think about certain things. Um, I really, really love what your point about, um, uh, uh, I, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, the different TV shows and the different kind of media that women watch versus men. Yes. You can spoil can it. You tell I can tell a little bit about that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, tell me. I mean, it's just all gender roles are kind of, it's confusing that people are even like so rigidly holding on to like, oh, you can't use this bathroom or that bathroom. All gender roles are blending anyway. They're kind of reversing. Like we all grew up believing that men love action movies and women love romantic comedies. I don't find that to be true at all these days. Like my favorite movie is When Harry Met Sally. And every woman I talk to, she's like, I just binge watched 12 serial killer documentaries on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I couldn't sleep that. if I watched one of those. How do you do that? Well, I wrote Ben and I was like, Ben, my favorite movie is When Harry mm-hmm. Met Sally. And you're so, I like, but you're so, that really cut through because you're so right. Like, the we, I really loved all your stuff about gender because I'm huge trans rights uh, advocate and I just, I, I don't see what all the fuss is about. Like, just let people be what they want to be. Um, and I really loved your take on it. And I always get nervous when anyone even goes there because I'm like, God, please don't have the wrong take. But I love that you said, <laughs> wait, you go, America loves, we love trans people. Why are we so up in arms? We love Transformers. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing in America. Are you kidding me? We love Transformers. It was so funny. It was such a great point. Like, we like, like, you had a really, you had a lot of great takes on that. And I loved that it was, it just, it it just, uh, you made great points. And then you even got into more personal stuff of like you dealing, you know, your girlfriend, now fiance, dealing with depression during COVID, her painting all the walls gray. (laughs) Which is so funny. Um, You talked, yeah, you talked about your diagnosis of having ADD, which I also was like, oh my God, I was just diagnosed with ADD. Um, Tell me a little bit about that because how did you not know? (laughs) I mean, because you're a boy. And I feel like boys usually get a a diagnosis early. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go to my parents and be like, guys, so you've been aware that I've been unable to finish any to-do list my entire life or get out of bed or focus, stay focused on a, on something. They're like, yeah, we just thought that was you. I'm like, yeah, but people can have problems and still be them. Like, how? yes, quickly to, to I know that we just them. thought that was you is a very yeah. thing. Like we just thought that's who you are. And it's like, but there are solutions for this thing right. I'm struggling with. Like right. um, I'm still struggling with, in my 40s it's now. It's so Maybe fascinating, I'm... though, though. Because, Ben, yeah. you are so highly... I mean, I almost would err on the side of your parents because it's like you look at you and you look at how accomplished you are. You, I mean, Ben Glebe, if you didn't know, he ran for president. And I'm not kidding you. Like, it wasn't just like, I'm going to run for president, like, just as a, a bit. Go. This guy right. really ran for president and gave it uh, his all, and I thought it was going to kill him. <laughs> I he, love a president. I love a president that runs on. I will not do my whole to do list. <laughs> I, I I promise you, I will get through four of them. I will. I I, I <laughs> will start with the big ones. 
because I trail off, I but it's not you, my fault. I will not play golf as much as other presidents because I will not get out of bed most days. Because <laughs> the walls are gray. You get a whole team. You get a whole team when you're president. They keep oh, you on yeah. a schedule, okay? You're so right. Someone recently said to me, Nikki, because uh, I'm going on vocal rest pretty soon after surgery, and I was talking to someone who uh, – uh, I was talking to someone and he was like, who works closely with celebrities. And he was like, you're the hardest working person I know. You deserve a break. And I said, it, harder than Fallon. And he goes, Fallon has a team. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, I have, and it's a good point. Like once you get to that level, President Fallon, you it almost gets easier because there is so much. Did was that a, a, a did you think about that, Ben, on the way to becoming president? Like once I did get you- there, this has got to get easier. I can oh, see yeah. Ben being like, the only thing holding me back is I got to get someone to get me a toothbrush. Get someone. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> like, I, I forgot it. <laughs> well, first of all, as America is going right now, we're probably one to two years away from America being called the United States of America, starring Jimmy Fallon. He will probably also <laughs> have America. He'll have four or five. Oh, yeah, he would America. win. 100% he would, he would win. win. Oh, my God, this is incredible. So excited to have the president of China here. This is incredible. <laughs> have the president of China. I'm such a fan of all the toys you make, all the stuff you make. We really love it. We really love it here. <laughs> we still have uh, concentration camps. Is that cool, Jimmy? <laughs> listen, listen, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. We'll be right back with uh, Mary Kate Olsen. She's got a new handbag. We're very excited about it. <laughs> She's the secretary of state. Um, so, yeah, Ben, what, what's, how did you, I mean, you were getting it done. What, what made you even want to get a diagnosis? What, what made you look into it? You said that you can't get out of bed. Like that to me does not, when you were like talking it. about like you stay in bed all day, sometimes with your girlfriend and your special, I was like, I felt good because I was like, you seem such like a highly productive person that I felt like, oh, he never takes a day off. Um, you're someone that I, I think we were, we relate to each other a lot in the sense that of, of our work ethic. I think you read my thing in um, that interview magazine. You were like, I relate to all of these answers mm-hmm. about working. Yes. So how, yeah, no, how, how often, does it work for you? I don't often take off. Out full days. I just am on very weird sleep schedules. Always that you think is going to kill me, and and I think you're you know, know. you're on to something. I need to fix it. Like I'm on three and a half hours. Did you sleep last night? No, three and a half hours. It's not good. And uh, so I don't know. I I just sometimes when I'm relaxing, I try to like do it. But I feel like I have like sleep paralysis in the morning when I wake up. I just my whole life I can't. I feel like there's the world's heaviest weighted blanket on me, and I just can't get out of bed. Like I'm in a coma. Like. I wake up and I'm like, there's, I can't move. I'll snooze like 300 times when I can. I don't have a day full of stuff. So yes. It's pretty rare. But like on the weekends, I'm like, I'll just sneeze. I'll sneeze. I'll, I'll sneeze all day until. <laughs> just, You're allergic sneezing. to being awake. People bring a little dish of pepper under my nose when I sleep. And it's just, well, it, it makes, makes sense <laughs> that you, once you do. Is that a fear of, of yours about like actually going to sleep? Is that you you know that the desire to stay in bed will be so strong that yes. you almost don't want to go to sleep because it's going to be hard to get out of bed? Yeah. That's exactly that why, why you avoid I it? stay up so late. Exactly right. Is that like people that get things done before like in the morning, wake up early, like yeah. I'm gonna run a mile and then I'm gonna get I'm gonna edit this podcast and then start my day of tasks like I just won't ever get to anything until my first appointment and I'll probably be late to that appointment. I'll probably be like almost late to the flight and I'll have to pass British people in line on the way into the airport. And, gonna, <laughs> and then they'll write bits about, about you. Yeah. The yeah. back yeah. of a job is just to see. Was your top around? 
<laughs> it, I can't even say that word. Anthem. Yeah, you said it almost like a British ghost. It was weird. Like you were the ghost of chocolate past. Well, Andrew is joining us. <laughs> or whatever I say. Um, uh, that's yeah, so interesting, Ben, because... And then Adderall fixed that for me. It was the one really thing that Adderall helped. Yeah. First time in my life, I was able to like bounce out of bed, and I was like, oh, humans can actually not feel like they're connected to like some kind of a... I felt like I'm in a coma when I wake up normally, and it solved that, but I had to quit it recently because it was just too intense. Well, let me just um, ask you about this coma state. Like when you are in bed and you're not able to get out, is it a physical, like, I just can't get out? Or is it, do you, f I mean, everything that's physical is mental, but are you aware of the mental anguish going on? Is it like, I have so much to do today. It's like, if I get out, I know that I, it's so long before I get back in. I'm just projecting of what I kind of think about in the morning of like, here's another fucking day. Like, I don't understand people that are like, I love the day and I'm ready to start. I'm always like, God, another fucking day. Like, I love going to bed because it feels, you know, the Nick Griffin joke, mini suicides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every night you get to check out. No, I love it. Do you, when I love you're sleep. hitting that snooze, do you feel like, um, do you, are you, because you're a guy that I, I feel like has such a zest for life. You're always like, let's go do karaoke. Let's have a pool party. Let's do this. Like you you love being around people. You love uh, socializing. Uh, is part of that because you want to keep busy because you don't want to focus on this, be whatever happens when your mind is alone? Is it or are you are when you're in the in bed in the morning what are you thinking about about your day do you dread your day no i don't dread it it's just that i have a like you're totally right that i have a big zest for things and i like to plan big events and fun things because when oh i God, go do so things zesty. i want to i want to <laughs> I want, i'm like you a are. salad dressing i want to make <laughs> the most i want to make the most of things when i do them but in the like some reason like all day once i'm up and then all through the night, like I have the most energy and I want to do a million things and I'll never get tired and I can stay up indefinitely. Like I wasn't even tired when I went to bed at 4.45 this morning. I was yeah. like, I wanted to keep doing stuff and do on my phone and read the news and shit. But then in the morning, there is nothing that I want more than sleep and I will change yes. every part. Like as I'm about to go to sleep, I'll be like, all right, so I have to do this and I need 15 minutes for that and then I'll shower and then I'll do that. And I need to get up at 9 45 to possibly get to the thing by 11 30 in the morning immediately i wake up and i'm like i i can get up at 11 25 and just speed there yep, and text yep, i'm sorry yep. i'm a little bit late i just it, there's i just push every priority in my life i'd rather fail at life in the morning i don't need to shower i can go bed. with dirty yeah. hair let me cut off yes. 20 more minutes i start doing yes. all this math to i don't need yes. to oh you know what i don't need to go see my sister okay i'll, I'll mm -hmm. cut that out like you just start uh, i do the same thing um it, it is fascinating and you found that Adderall was something that you know in your special you talk about oh it's this like miracle drug it changed yeah, my life and then by the time bit. we were texting about it you go I I'm I'm it's it's not in my life anymore I, can you speak to that at all yeah I mean that's that's the only two words in the special that I regret is when I, is, is saying that uh it's a miracle drug and I would have had them cut those two words out except I don't know words four words <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Also, Sorry. four words. Sorry. No, I, but miracle Andrew drug is, is probably what you're. for yeah, word, word math. That's true. Yeah, eight but, words. That was eight it, words. Uh, wasn't the words I regretted in the special, Andrew? I don't know if you. Man, do I regret saying it's? Uh, I could have said they are a miracle drug, and I really phrased that in a very direct way that ruined everything.
<laughs> Maybe if you were back on Adderall, you would have you know, well, figured that one I, out. It's a good point. I like that you say you regret it, and we'll get to why in a second, but it, 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 it did strike me immediately when you said it. I go, oh, good. Okay, I can do it now. It was mm-hmm. Ben's doing it. I can do it. There is something about when someone you admire – i.e. I- I'm watching you you're funny you're killing it everyone loves you I'm watching the special it's so good you're you're operating on a level where I'm like I need to I, I aspire to write some jokes like this and then I hear oh he does Adderall he thinks it's a miracle drug okay I'm gonna ask my doctor about it so I like that you do acknowledge that you endorse something that might inspire people to go I'm gonna go do that and and now let's talk about the flip side why why you feel like that maybe was a little too sure uh yeah not not maybe the best thing yeah i feel Were you like, like snorting it out of like an asshole like by the end of it <laughs> yeah i was like i was like adderall also it doesn't smell good i don't know what it is well, that's how his doctor prescribed Could be it this shit. <laughs> <laughs> nurse <laughs> nurse. a suppository but you put it in a girl's ass and then you Can snort it out of nurse her ass in here? I don't know if she, I think she's tired of the shift already <laughs> she's, her back hurts she can't be in downward dog all day according to her I don't know what this is is this a healthcare thing, system or not the, the thing Ben is most worried about is like are we using the same straw <laughs> are the straws clean <laughs> and so I I don't regret it in the way that I know it is. It is a miracle drug still for a lot of people. So it's fine. And I didn't ask them to edit those words out because I already had made one editor quit when editing my special based on my notes. And it was, I was going to say, man, I want to know about that process too, but let's stay on this. So yeah, it just, for me, was making me like, it was a marginal, it helped me wake up. It was a marginal benefit to my to-do list not really because i had started i had the horrible problem that i started being able to justify whatever i was doing as something that it was helping me focus on like for a minute i was able to actually be like oh i'm using adderall on my to-do list and then once i got to the place where i was like okay the adderall is helping me focus on finishing masturbating quicker i'm like i've i've hacked the adderall now i'm making it help me focus on whatever i'm doing even if it's my old bad habits and so I, i like outsmarted the pill which was the problem, and it I made me very irritable and sad. Problem. I think this is the, well, the movie Limitless. <laughs> yeah, it was like movie Limitless. It was. I love that the movie Limitless was he, at the end. He's like, "I'm I'm jerking off f- faster." I don't <laughs> remember like that. The, I did. I never saw it. Oh, don't spoil it. That's no. Movie. That is the movie. It yep. actually is pretty good. Well, it's just him, it is just Bradley Cooper jerking off fast for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki never seems to come. Oh no, that was me during a Star is Born. <laughs> um, wait, so I do want to get back to this of um I I because I'm on subreddits about ADHD and uh once I got diagnosed about different medications and everything and how some people respond to them. That is a common, you know, complaint of people on these stimulants is that yes, it helps them focus on stuff. Yes, it helps them get their to-do list done, but then they find that they start focusing on things that things that they shouldn't be focusing on, like the stuff that because ADHD, what they what I just realized from reading this book that I am reading, you know, read a third of called the neurodivergent brain or whatever I think it's called. Um, It uh, I didn't even read a third. I didn't read the the full title. (laughs) Apparently, (laughs) got a third of the way through that. (laughs) 
The first word, the second, yeah. third was, if you don't make it to this sentence, you are neurodivergent and can't focus your brain yes. on anything properly. It's called, oh, sorry, Divergent divergent Mind is the name of the book. So I was close. But it says that, um, I think it was in this book, it says, uh, you know, ADD is not, a, a, a people think it's about not being able to I have to not read the whole book, and I don't know the title, and I'm not sure the purpose, but let me tell you what I think might be in the book. Well, guess what? Every person that buys this book about ADD is definitely someone who has not finished. Do you even have the book? Do you really I even do. have it's this right book? It's right here. It's right here. You've just it's been right reading the back coming cover. Alive. Of, you've just been reading the back cover of a giant Toblerone container. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you, you can see my percentages on these books. Let me just walk you through this. Hold, hold me tight. A book, uh, Seven Conversations for a Lifetime of Love, 12%. The Art of Seduction, 31%. Coming Alive, 25%. 25 uh, and the only ones that I finished are Columbine books, as you know. Oh my so, god! Um, but it says that like ADD is not a, <laughs> a it's not a disorder of you can't focus because the thing is people right. with ADD that's where we think we think anyone who's like oh a squirrel like that's that's you don't you're not able to focus you have you you can't you don't have attention to put anywhere the problem is you have a lot of attention and you focus on the wrong things intensely yes. on the wrong yes. things. So I always thought of ADD as like, oh, I, oh, uh, you can't hold my focus on anything. Right. But ADD is not that. It's like you, we are able to focus very much so on stupid shit. And that's stupid why shit, for yes. me, ADD makes me really super depressed, borderline suicidal because I will focus intently and obsessively on the you know fact that you know my life isn't the way i want it to be i don't have these things that other people have i like i will i will obsess over that stuff and that's my root of my depression was my add which i had no idea about do you ever so how do you manage your add now ben yeah, so I mean, that's that's exactly why I didn't know I had it, by the way, for my whole life, was I had thought exactly the same thing, that it was like squirrel and a million things that distract you, and it's not. Yeah. I have incredible focus. Like, I can be up all night editing a flyer, even yes. though that's the least important thing in the world for me to yes. be doing, and I've got like eight other projects that'll advance my life, but I'm like stuck in Photoshop world for a flyer I'll probably never post, and it'll be eight years from right. now, and I'll be like, why did I waste the most key time ever? And so that's what somehow they said that Adderall was able to do it beyond just keeping you focusing on one task. It somehow like helped you realize like what you should be focusing on and like helps you remember like, oh, this is important. And it worked for like a few months. And then yep. suddenly I just, I outsmarted it in the way where I was like justifying like the breaks I needed. So then I told my, my brain with a pill, like even if I was like, again, if I was like looking at porn, I was like, oh, it's been such a stressful day. I need this mental break. I need this relaxation. And so this right. half hour to maybe an hour break looking at porn is very important for the rest of my day so I can reset and relax. And my brain was like, great, Adderall is working for you. And, and I was able yes. to completely. It's funny when you're watching the porn on Adderall and you're just focusing on like a paper clip on the table. Or instead of <laughs> yeah. seeing the pussy, it's like I can't focus on the pussy. I'm I'm busy looking at this fucking. At the guy's shoes being untied. Well, I don't know why his shoes are still on. <laughs> As I'm looking at the porn too, I'm sitting there. I'm focused on that, and I feel like it's good. And then the nurse is like, "Can I get up now, or are you gonna re up well, this thing, or no?" 
I'm really happy that you that you just admitted that sometimes you spend an hour looking at porn because yeah. I also <laughs> have a problem where I it's I don't even think it's ADD for me. It's I I really sp- I uh, if I'm going in, I got to find the perfect video. Yes. I want to come yes. to the perfect thing. I don't want to waste it on whatever there is just there because there's yeah. a lot of stuff that could get me off and there are times where I'll be watching something and I'm like, I'm close and this could do it, but it's, mm-hmm. this guy doesn't deserve it. This girl, yeah. d- this performance, this, this grainy <laughs> footage, whatever it is, this yes. security camera in a massage parlor doesn't deserve it. I, there's gotta be better out there. Yeah. Um, I get my own to-do list. part within, of your, yes, I get my own to-do yes. list within porn. Like one, maybe the greatest advancement <laughs> in porn is that every site now has where you can just put your finger on the thumbnail and it gives you a preview. And I can tell if it's going to be yes. hot to my standards or not. And so I'll get a tab and I'll be like, I have to come back and watch that one. But this one looks also good. This one might get me close, but not all the way. So I'll open the next tab and I'm like, I have to go back two tabs to finish. But I really want to see this verse and then that yes. one. And I think I'll probably finish back on that third tab. And maybe I'll not, not get back to it and hopefully remember the next day to go back and three tabs. Before it's one. over, your vibrator yeah. stops working and then the whole operation falls apart. My vibrator apart. always stops there... working right before the end. That's correct. I always, <laughs> I always, I always toggle to, is it the word toggle? Is that the yeah. word? Yeah. yeah. I toggle to toggle your the penis, reveal of the forth. penis. <laughs> when when oh, she the pulls the penis, the penis out, a little bit of a blow and then right to fucking, uh, usually on top and the backside. And that's what I toggle. And then I'm done. Three toggles. And that's interesting well usually they show you on porn like where you know they, they have a little um uh i don't even know how to describe it like it shows you the most popular part of the video you oh, the like analytics a, you're looking at the analytics the an- porn? <laughs> that is next <laughs> level that is the next analytics. Level, Mickey. my god oh my god Mickey's- you're you're making your coming far too complicated jesus i thought i was bad you're like when the bar graph reaches the top and most <laughs> people have come, i edge just past it so i can come a little harder than the rest of the population oh i'm a big edger <laughs> i do look at that well uh, I always go uh, right to the grossest part of the video. Like, oh, I'll, I'll this- just go. Like, I don't want any tease. I'm just like, let's see what the fuck. What's, I go right to. You're like, and- this porn is big in Norway? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's I'm no come way so i'm coming to that perc- one <laughs> <laughs> analytics i you know what i'm really disturbed analytics? by is that every every porn yeah i will the acknowledge analytics, analytics and i will say that ben glebe makes an analysis joke in his special ben we have a history of a- andrew wanted me to name my special anal eyes because I talk about <laughs> anal and it's like also a- analyzing things, but I but I also was like, but there's no why the eyes part, and he's like, because you see see the world <laughs> with your eyes, and I'm like, world. if the special were about me, like talking about my like my eyes and also anal, <laughs> like I could see why it would be called anal eyes, but I'm like, it, it's not enough to just be. Oh so anyway, um, we have a whole running bit about that, but I was so delighted when you also had a take on the word analysis. Can you tell us what it is? Sure, I can. But first, I have to finish like picturing what you just painted for me as as what Andrew's pitch for your special was. Is yeah. you're getting fucked from behind, but in the front, you're like an explorer looking out at the world. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's oh. bad. That's, no, that's this is that's the beauty of it, a- Ben. <laughs> There's there can be thousands of, of interpretations. <laughs> that's the beauty of it, dude. Stop that is it. Thank you. you there was a. 
You are such a good salesman. I forgot that you used to work in bullshit because you did not think of the beauty of it. There's just so many different ways to interpret it. Um, It's it's up to the viewer. I mean, good, clean filth. It was great. Don't get me wrong. Yes, but But anal eyes. I mean, it never ends. Well, thank God you didn't use that title because it would have stepped on my joke maybe too closely, but... What, I, what my joke is, is that, look, it's important to be in therapy. Therapy's been great for me, but, you know, don't overdo analyzing your life. Analysis is important, sure, but if it was that important, it wouldn't be made up of the words anal and ISIS. And keep that in mind. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. that. Analysis also sounds like you're fucking your sister in the ass a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's I beautiful. I would analytics on that. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I pull up the analytics on that? Pull up the analytics. <laughs> All right. We will be right back after this break. More with Ben Blade. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important. The future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most. Us. But not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. 
Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or... Check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, we're back. Ben Glebe is with us here today. Um, did we even, we just blew past the news. Ben has a new special on YouTube that you've got to check out. You will freaking love it. I promise you, I would not be promoting it so much if I didn't believe it. It is called The Mad King. Make sure you watch it. Give it a view. Uh, post about it on your Instagram stories or wherever you tell people to watch things. Um, and uh, and you're going to love it. I, I just was so... Even the start of the special. What? How did you open the special again? It was it oh, really crowd. delight. Oh, you go. You when you you were asking the crowd, how are you guys? What did you say? I walk out and I'm like, I'm like, how are you? How are you doing? Can I get you anything? Are you warm? <laughs> Comedians aren't allowed to do major. Aren't allowed to tell jokes anymore. So it's gonna be all questions for the hour. Can I bring it you? Was food? Really... Can I make you more comfortable? Yeah. And then I like go, a Jewish mother. Yes. Yeah. It was a great comment on like, you know, comedians always, all we talk about is like, we're under persecution. We can't talk about anything. But it was a great comment on that without going too heavy handed, which is what I, I really just can't say enough. I thought so much of your special was just because you, you have a tendency, you can get very political. You can get very, you're passionate about certain things. I mean, you ran for president. You, you are passionate and uh, you've wanted to argue with me about well, one night Ben and I <laughs> At a practice <laughs> debate about whether practice? or not there's wait, what are you practicing for? We uh, we, we want to have a debate about free will. I'm gonna release that there teaser. is free will. Release that teaser so on we, my podcast soon, like our nine minute pre debate. Oh yeah, so we recorded it and it was really good. And then I was like, Ben, I've got to go to bed. We were in the lobby of my hotel, and I was just like, like two <laughs> in the morning at the end of a yeah, long ben night of karaoke. Like, ben it's was just waking up. Me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Ben's like, you want to watch Free he Willy? His first, he was having his first sip of wet coffee, uh, wet mouth coffee. Ben's like, um, I got to buy an inflatable alligator in the morning for this pool party. <laughs> and I just can't. Ben, I swear to God, Ben is 
you are one of the best people going out there like i always tell ben this whenever we like end our hangs because usually it's like very late at night or there's it's just you know ben will keep you until you've tried to go home hours before (laughs) but ben will somehow keep you there you didn't even want to go out you tried to you tried to get out of it a million different ways and ben will stay on you and ben is a good i've always given shit to people who make their friends feel bad about bailing ben is not like that he will let you bail but he will hear your bail he'll hear your reasoning for bailing he will understand it but he will talk you out of that bail and he will give you every reason why you can go and if it's not fun you can like you're very good at getting people out uh, and and getting he's, people he's on no board. uh ben bailey <laughs> <laughs> boom let me call you a catch cab if you don't like my pitch to stay for the rest of the night <laughs> um thank you i just like ben, to present options to people i like to give them of course if you want to leave go but but you might change your mind if you knew what where i had do you in get store. that from where do you get I this just, from this like you are so like know. even i you are so good and i am very um aware when people are trying to get like us i'm very like i'm not doing it and i know what i'm not doing and you will get me out of that how have you read books about like the psychology of persuasion how to win friends and influence people i mean you have a lot of that going for you but i don't feel like it's put on it just seems to be a part of who you are yeah no i haven't read any of that stuff i think it's just because i love human connection and i love hanging with my friends and we all are so busy we make so little time for it when we do it i want to make the most of the night it's like we're probably going to go back to our hotel room and like be on tiktok our ourselves anyway for another three hours so i'll just like remind you that you could do that instead of you, you could do that anytime but this is a rare chance we're hanging with and live in the same city i just like yes i just want to make the most with my friends i want to i mean i failed at getting you to go to that that spa after karaoke 24-hour spa but i came close yeah. and i think you'll go with me next time and we ended up I will. recording a podcast on free and will the instead fact that so I, you even I, I got me to go to the karaoke which is something i wanted to bail on like you, you you got you got a lot more out of me that night than i would have ever given anyone else i mean there's constantly things like that with you and i do never regret them and that is a good point you have so did you, you have know, free will to leave yeah, Nikki? Barely, barely. no i didn't <laughs> i didn't no i just think it's funny that like the argument has now become about free will like right yeah well wait till you hear our debate on free willy and whether or not that was a good movie because although it did you know uh give us a good argument for supporting the whales it did actually probably hurt some whales in the process of making that movie so ben and i will release those tapes at some point as well excited when Um, the whale jumps over the young boy at the end i don't know if you notice you look closely he does tug on the whale's dick really quickly as he flies over him <laughs> and he freezes really in more ways than one well, is that animal it? cruelty or not wait time I, out whale's dicks just hang yeah i just <laughs> learned that oh yeah how do you think how do you think they paddle through the water by accident no no i know whales have dicks i remember i saw a sperm whale's no. dick in like uh bi- marine biology and it was like 18 wait, feet in out marine of biology when what is yeah. that Huh? It's a class in Florida. It's all biology oh, in Florida. Oh, that's is cool. marine biology. But uh, yeah, Miss Mack, who would smoke cigarettes during the break, in two minutes she'd take down a non-filter. It's pretty <laughs> impressive. At like 140 years old, she's probably dead. But yeah, I just remember her dicks being so 
fucking like whales dicks yeah. are unbelievable if yeah. you gotta look into it thank you, know? you for saying that thank you for saying that i agree <laughs> i totally agree and on that i'm gonna be in ben's secretary of treasure <laughs> i'd like to go now to the secretary of the treasury flappy gums to tell you about whale cops <laughs> your cat just got so scared when you did that uh, isn't he used to that by now he just, he just andrew just flicked off his cat andrew's been Dude. frozen from, i don't even see him for the last 10 minutes so it's all purely imagination for me he's got a, a cat oh, with a huge wow, penis really? he's got a huge cock penis a huge cocked cat walking around <laughs> a huge cock penis man your but penis yeah, has got a huge cock on it andrew my cat does mango a have a dick. penis he does it's in there <laughs> Wait, you looked it's, for it? I did. It's not a hanger, I'll tell you. Aren't they He's, like uh, corkscrews or something? No, or that's that... ducks. Is that ducks? <laughs> oh, you thought ducks had seven vaginas too. So what's going on? And nine man? dicks. Marine biology. Dude, it's all beautiful. <laughs> wow, ducks have nine nine vaginas. Talk about a socket no. pocket. Holy shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Ducks ducks have secret pathways to their uh, to the pussy hole that actually gets impregnated then they have fake outs they have little pump fake vaginas where so when they get you know raped unfortunately the you know the people that they don't want <laughs> they they use the fake vagina for that yes yes, yes. i am on the floor right now i'm sorry <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm fine with human rape, but Nikki duck rape Andrew. is where I dr draw the line. Andrew Nikki, just your legs getting in the air solemn. from the ground. <laughs> Andrew getting solemn for a second <laughs> about duck rape. Having a moment where he was like a little bit scared of getting canceled. So oh. goes, you know, ducks get raped. And I'm very sorry about that. I'm so sorry. We gotta stop it. We have to Can we have a it. moment of silence? One for each vagina. Oh my god. Make sure you say to duck rape. Thanks, Donald. I cannot believe that was so funny, Andrew. You being like really supportive of duck rape and like the victims. Duck, duck, don't is the new anti-duck rape duck, campaign. Don't. <laughs> dude, I am crying, dude. Uh, ben, Ben, you can't see me, but I'm laughing hard. Oh, God, I'm glad something else on your head is wet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's tears or just spit from my own mouth. <laughs> dude, that was so funny. Oh, I'm, my well, God. Look. Uh, so yeah, wait, wait. Tell us now that we've honored the rape, duck rape victims. I mean, I think I got the point out. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. Think you did. beautiful point you made. A very important. Oh my point. god. Okay, well, let's get to our Wednesday segment. I feel like there's no better time. Uh, we have uh, a uh, today is a wild card Wednesday, so we pick a random segment. Today's segment, Noah, is blankest <laughs> thing I've ever done, and the, the blankest thing. And the topic will be the smartest thing I've ever done. The smartest thing I've ever done. The smartest thing I've ever done. Who wants to go first? Noah, do you want to kick us off? Okay, I'll, I'll kick us off. The smartest thing I've ever done, I'm going to choose reading the book 
getting to I do. Yes. Front to back, side to side, memorizing it. <laughs> and taking I it seriously. Ta- well, it, Ben Ben might not know about this book, but I've heard uh, about I, it. I, yes. You talked about it in your special too, didn't you? I did. Yes. yes. Uh, why do you why is that your answer, Noah? Because um it just taught me how to feel better about being in a relationship how to get what I need out of it and how to communicate better and not have such like a tumultuous relationship with my partner yes and just being in a healthy relationship that you explain in your special you also need to lie and misrepresent yourself and (laughs) and trap somebody basically basically there's no free will (laughs) once you get a guy make sure he loses all of his free will to do any of that I know you want to well, leave, but you, you don't have a choice. You're with me for life. I read the book. Well, this is chapter nine, not being able to leave. For comedy, I may have misrepresented some of the themes in the book, but not even misrepresented, exaggerated some of the things. I didn't do a, a, a you know false premise, but um, Noah, will you just dispel kind of what Ben is saying and just say what the book, because you always have a really good response when people are like, it's because sometimes I go, well, I guess I Sometimes I get mad about the book because I'm like, okay, so I'll just never drive again, I guess. So I'll always just take 45 minutes to get somewhere fat, like slower because I have to let my boyfriend drive because he's a man and I got to let him do it. And, and I get so mad. Like I have to be a fucking handmaid. So will you talk to that? Yeah. Uh, so it's it bit? sounds like a, like a very like anti-feminist book, but it's actually the contrary once you get past the first chapter. And basically it just taught me that you can't have the same like forces in a relationship you have to have the you're either the giver or the receiver and it's always got to like maintain that harmonious balance so that was a big one the the i think the thing that really helped me was um the three points that she makes about knowing what you want out of a relationship and letting your partner know as well so you want exclusivity we're only dating each other if there's sex involved you want continuity. This is something that we're gonna work on, and like we're Wait, gonna see John each other. Mayer albums. <laughs> <laughs> it's continuity. We're gonna see each other every week, and you know it's gonna be something that is consistent and um, longevity. We're both in it for the long run. <laughs> I was waiting for the third, and I was like, "Yeah, it's I was too. Any, it's so any itty, any itty, um, any itty, <laughs> yeti baby, yeti coolers." Holy so I think shit. like that, like just just knowing and memorizing those three paragraphs about the three John Mayer albums helped me <laughs> get in a relationship with my now fiance, and yes. um, it just kind of set us up for success. You don't think that you would be with Avi right now had it not been for that book? Hell no. Oh, my God. No way. He would have left me a long where, time ago. Where would ago. you be? Why? Because the things that I would normally go crazy over in a relationship, help. it just helped me not get to that point of like anger and instead get ahead of it, communicate my needs, and just be like receptive of him making the effort after I gave him instruction for what my needs are and not yes. left him guessing, which is what I used to do. Cause I used to test guys all the time. Like you should know what I want if you care about me, which is when, such did, a when did girls get that idea? When did that, how did that can, come into the system of you should, of know, you should what know what I, I want, want 
without me saying it instead because of just saying it. Because we feel like we know what you want and we try to meet those needs. So why no, can't you, you don't. figure out no, what, you why don't? don't. But then why don't you tell us what we what you want? Like we I, do. that's the we thing do. that like, bothers we me. Want is that like more? We'd like you to dress in a certain way that make I like. Me a TV dinner. Yeah, cook me up <laughs> a TV <laughs> dinner, woman. <laughs> uh, I love well, the name of that. You know, that's I true. guess my point is, if you don't know what we want, then why don't you fucking ask? I ask. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Brenna, Brenna would do this thing where. She folded the clothes and then was waiting on me to to put them away, and I just never <laughs> did it because mm -hmm. I didn't know it was a test. Right. But it, I Tests. guess. But then she's like, "I'm not testing you," but I'm like, "I it feels like a test." Yeah. You know, right. like somebody's test. You don't even know you're being tested. Yeah. And then when you say it's a test, they say it's not a test. Well, I guess yeah, what she's doing here because she's probably. I always do the laundry. I fold it oh, and then yeah. I put it away. Yes. And she's like, "I wonder if I didn't do this one thing, <laughs> yeah. if it right. would ever yeah. get done." And the answer is, it wouldn't. And but just tell me, broken. Yeah. I'm not going to suddenly. I'm not a detective coming home like Sherlock Holmes in my own house. Wait a minute. What's different than the usual pattern? Oh, the laundry basket to the left of where it normally is. I'm not doing <laughs> yes, forensic. Thank you, I'm looking at the analytics yes. of my house. The only pattern I know no, is baldness. That's the only pattern <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, no but not, yes, it's I not agree. fair. I, it's not fair to you guys. But I do feel like there are sometimes where I'm just like, why don't why don't they ask more of what we need? Like, why do we always have to tell them what we need? Like, aren't they curious about how to please us and like how to make us happier? Like, what could I do to make you feel more loved by me? But men don't think about things like that. Like, I've been, I'm not kidding you. I have sent Chris, my boyfriend, the love languages quiz two times now. And he said, I will get to it. And I'm like, it's fun to take. All you have to do is just you press on a bunch of buttons. It takes like two minutes to take. I just want to know your love language. I want to. I want you to know mine. We'll exchange them once you do it. And he always is like, you know, it's not. It's not always two times now. I do. I send it a third time or do I just like take it as like this isn't going to happen? Like what? What's my next approach? Oh, I think your move there is just to maybe find a time even when you're hanging and be like, it's important to me. You have to expre express how important it is to you and say it's important to me that you take okay. this. Do you mind taking it right now? Let's just take five minutes. And you texting can take it to him twice and saying, babe, could you please take this? It's important Texts to me. Texts are very easy enough. to like not prioritize right then. You can, no, you're right. You're no right. Time. So you got to be able to say like. And I may not like, have used the words important. You're right. Yeah. yeah you kind of gave him a way I may have out. actually made it to see. Yeah. I made it seem a little less like important to me because I didn't want him to feel like this was some sort of test, even though it literally is a test. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't want him. I think it was like, this is fun. Just send me your well, results you, when you get them. But it really Googled, was like so important you, to me. Have you Googled what's the love language of someone that doesn't fill out a love language i'm sure i know my love language is taking quizzes about our relationship to or prove not to taking me that. quizzes yeah yeah um, i i mean i have a, i my mom took it it was so hilarious i made my mom take it and hers was i took it mine's like 35 percent touch which is like the, the leading like, like my so number one is touch and my <laughs> hers. <laughs> that's 120 percent by the way 
Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, Ben. <laughs> my mom's was zero percent touch. She wants no touch, and I was like, "Oh my god, how do you want no touch?" But I do think that it is when you take this quiz. It's really fun to take, by the way. And I'm not just trying to get everyone to. Take Are you talking it, but, like, to Chris right it's, now? It's really fun to take, yeah, by the way. Yeah, if you're listening. listening, like it's really easy. It takes less than five minutes, and you learn a lot about yourself, and you have fun along the way. You think you've um, gotten this far into the podcast? Yeah, right. Um, uh, I could say so much. Um, <laughs> you just did. You just did. <laughs> Let's go into final thought because we got to get through the the rest of these smart things. Oh. Um, Andrew, what's the smartest thing you've ever done? Um, Probably stop doing real estate. <laughs> Because I wasn't good at it. I just, and follow a passion instead of money, I guess. Oh, nice. I know that sounds cheesy, but yeah. Stop trying to chase money as opposed to chase something that I actually like enjoyed. And yes. That's probably the smartest thing I ever did. Um, I just did that a roast. I ate actual ants one time off a log. Like, you know, ants on a log with the peanut butter right. and the raisins. What, I put how does actual this connect? ants on there. It's so another that very the- smart thing I've done. <laughs> <laughs> and why, why did you do that? Why why do that? Show the ants who the Mad King is. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back. Nice. Andrew is a king of promo. Uh, the Mad King now streaming on check YouTube. It out, Go Glebe. check it out. Ben Glebe's hour-long Great special, answer. brand new, very topical of the times. You'll love it. Ben, what's the smartest thing you ever did? Wow, uh, man, it's hard. I'm usually thinking of the dumb. I've got a big list of dumb things I've done. The, <laughs> right? The, the smartest thing I've ever done. I don't know. It's, uh, it doesn't have to be the smartest thing, but let's just go with the smart thing. Because I know I mean, my brain goes like, if I can't think of the one thing, then mm-hmm. why I can't. Like, there's not a gun, dear Ed. You're not going to, like, be tested at some point on this. God, I mean, the smartest thing I've ever done is just killing it at this answer. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm really on top well, of my what's... game right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there's another way to... Uh, answer this question is like what is something that you, from your life that if you had a child you would want them to make a similar decision for theirs just I think just realizing that that like confidence your blood is, is 98.6 some- degrees Fahrenheit and so you'll never <laughs> yes. be cold again that's a pretty good one that's a bad believism I can solve anybody's yes. problem with cold and you can all yes. of a sudden enjoy cold temperatures and a much different level. I studied with the Iceman, no yeah. big deal. But point is, no, um, no, I think probably it's just realizing that like confidence is fake so you can create it whenever you want and you don't need to be intimidated in social situations. It's more of like advice than it is a decision. If it had to be a decision, it would be just- Wait, tell, me, think- tell me about that because that seems like there, you're you're onto something that I think a lot of people will be like, wait, what do you what do you mean by that? Because so many people suffer with social anxiety, feeling right. less than, even myself, like insecurities. What do you mean by that? Like, it, it be, you know, being confident is. What do you describe? How do you do that? How how do you hack that? So I mean, I learned this because I grew up with a very severe speech problem, and it wasn't for me ever. I don't think physical. Grew was- up. <laughs> I'm still a child, but I speak better now. I, speak- I had to get back at you. I mean, wet, the whole wet, mat, flabby mouth. From sorry, one sorry. Wet mouth I, to I another. I that flabby mouth too hard. Into, I was just running with the earlier joke. I think your mouth is wonderful, Andrew. One of the prettiest uh, mouths I've ever seen of, of any wait, man. 
Now this is that confidence you're talking about. That's right. That's not yeah. real. That's yeah. right. That's right. Exactly. Wait, Ben, what what was your speech impediment? I had a severe stutter and a disfluency. So I only, not only stuttered, but I couldn't make sounds come out of my vocal cords a lot of my life. I couldn't even say hi to a friend passing me in the hallway. My vocal cords would shut down. I couldn't talk. God, publicly. where's that Ben when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't I think with that speech you didn't have any friends. <laughs> let's not let's be honest. <laughs> Wild, when you're a guest on someone's podcast and they're like, where's the Ben that talks less? That's not ideal. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I, How did you I, get I, over I, that, I, that? That's crazy. To, I mean, that is honestly so the opposite of you. And it explains, I mean, oftentimes people that are so one way they come from the opposite so mm. it makes one it makes sense like i used to have crippling stage fright and people are like how could you so right. how how did that how did that when did that come to a head and, and what did you do to you know resolve well your it? legs were weak from being anorexic what crippling oh. <laughs> <laughs> should we do another uh, uh duck psa pause we pause for a quick word about ducks Let's just quickly. So ducks have seven pussies. I love that you had to explain that joke. The seven pussies of highly effective ducks. Andrew's favorite motivational book is The Seven Pussies of Highly Effective Ducks. And it's a very good book that talks about the seven duck languages. Each pussy stands for a different duck language. Hey, not bad for a guy that didn't have a mouth until 15. That's pretty good. Wait, Ben, wait, how okay, did you so, overcome this? I'm so, I can't sure. believe this. Yeah, so I, I couldn't talk a lot of my life and I realized I was seeing it wrong and it leads exactly to why confidence is something that you can always fake is that I always felt like you have intense pressure when you're called on to speak, when it's your turn to be perfect. You have to present perfectly and and you, you, you can't have any errors in the way you speak. And in fact, the opposite is true. It's that people have very low expectations. You don't realize that. Like people are barely listening to you when you speak. If they're listening at all, they want to get maybe like a kernel of a message. They don't care how you're saying anything. They're not expecting Martin Luther King Jr. up there doing some soaring oratory. They want to maybe get some nugget for themselves. They're barely paying attention. And so that reduces so much of the tension I always felt when I was called on to speak or had to speak publicly. And then... I also would, would just take a breath and realize like it doesn't matter what you're like it only matters what you're saying not how and then you take a step further back and realize like if you think what you're saying is so important it's so insane there's like eight billion humans and like trillions and quadrillions of creatures and beings on this planet and you think that what you're saying and that's in a vast unknowable universe floating on a marble through outer space you think that not only what you say are saying that one individual organism but how you're saying it the pauses you're taking means shit to anybody it's so vastly insignificant that it just so melts away all tension how did you get mushrooms at such a young age <laughs> yeah and i how I, the fuck did I you heard, realize I heard, all this well, i, I heard two-thirds of that 22. <laughs> Oh, this was till twenty two. Yeah, it was on and off through college, so it's better starting at eighteen. But then it was through twenty two. Did you have like a psychedelic breakthrough? Because this seems like you know getting into like you don't matter, you're a speck of dust. The world is like in you know that sounds like stuff that you achieve through some sort of uh, you know ego death. What what was there a moment for you that it all broke, or was it because it sounds like a epiphany type thing? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think probably weed helped a lot and probably a little bit of mushrooms. Oh, but mushrooms would have been later in life, so it wouldn't yeah. have been mushrooms. No, it was, it was just weed maybe to some degree helped me see things differently, and my brain kind of goes on 
crazy tangents, but I just realized like there was something weird because like certain times of the year I could speak great through childhood and then certain times I couldn't. And so I knew it was like also like society based and like social environment based. And like, I knew that at times when I felt confident, I could speak better. And at times when I was so nervous. So it wasn't about like you because speech. there was something about like, yeah. you could it was, do yeah. it at some point. So there right. was, n it, you realized it wasn't in you, the problem. It was something around you that was happening. Something because the way I, I was seeing the world was wrong because Whoa. I knew there was times when I was fine. It's and very so smart. about a social construct that, that was affecting it and it wasn't within me. And so that's part of like how, how I was your bar mitzvah. Uh, it was scary because I couldn't speak yeah. well. Like in my bar mitzvah, I like I could sing the Torah portion well. I could always sing well because your vocal cords open and relax. But but for my speech, I was really really nervous about it. And then at my video at the party, I'm like stammering. I'm like I'm here. At my bar mitzvah. <laughs> I'm a man. Yeah, it was like really intense and weird. And and like I would just go up and down with that kind of stuff. And I just I mean it even came back once. Like it, it officially kind of went away at the end of my college experience. And then I started, you know, professionally pursuing entertainment and being a performer and comedian. And then it came back once. It only came back really once professionally live during an episode of Chelsea lately on the round table. My speech problem just came back hard and I couldn't talk suddenly. And I kept trying to make a point and I could not speak. It was, and, and to set this up properly, you have to remember that that show was pre- cancel culture and it was the most inappropriate show on earth and you were allowed to like roast everybody for every inappropriate racial joke or anything to set yes. this up and so i'm on the round table and it's chelsea handler there and then bobby Trying to think of a new slur for asians correct just couldn't yeah. come up with one that's <laughs> right yeah my, my brain really wanted to marginalize <laughs> the asian community and i couldn't yeah. do it they had all been used at that point so you're trying to go up with the new one wait yeah. so who's on the panel set the scene so could only come up with a slurp <laughs> <laughs> he's back <laughs> I'm on the panel and his videos back right then too. I'm on the panel sitting in between Joe Coy and Bobby Lee, and okay. already like pretty you know intense and like Asian for it Asian performers, two of the top Asians, and and I'm there on the round table. I'm trying to make some joke and I cannot, and I'm hitting a block and I'm like and the other oh. the other and That's then the worst under, place to be to have that happen too with Chelsea just like looking at you oh across. God. Immediately Chelsea like Sneering the greatest talker ever is like, oh my God, what's happening? And you're on a broadcast right now. What's happening? And then Joe Coy, who I've known forever, is like, your childhood speech problem's coming back. Oh no. And he's like, taking me and Bobby's like, it's okay, Ben, it's just TV. And they're like all like hammering oh, and that coming out of me. Almost is kind of better that they called out maybe what was happening. I don't know. Kind what? of, yeah. But like, and then Chelsea's like, holy shit, should we get you a water? Like, what's happening? This is on the air. And I, oh. and I, 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 I several times I couldn't come back, but I call it my rope dope episode because i came back so hardcore and destroyed them seconds later then eventually i was able to get my breath and open Fuck the block yeah. up and came back strong and i had two lines that i came back with i then said after they're making fun of my speech problem and all kind of closing on me i said that's okay at least it's not as bad as these two guys who are very excited to be here on charity right <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and 
it crushes the room. And then I happen to bring in my pockets because I knew I'd be on with them. I pull out two fortune cookies and I go, hey, in case you guys are hungry. And I throw the fortune cookies (laughs) to them on the round table and it destroys the room and they take them out. They're like, you son of a bitch. I'm hungry. And they both eat the fortune cookies. (laughs) And it was the best ending, but it was very frightening for a minute there. My God, how terrifying to have that happen on air. I mean, I really, I feel like as you're talking, I relate to this so much. And I also like, I want to even say back to you, like, how do you, I feel as a performer and uh, when I'm putting together a stand-up set or when I'm on, when I'm on a podcast or like, I should be funnier. I need to choose. Every word should be great because I do feel like that, that pressure is on me. Like that people are expecting that. Like I go and I, I sometimes come across comments where people say like, she's not good. She's not that funny. She just, you know, she, they, they call me out for the things I know that about myself. And then they'll say this person's like, you know, the difference between someone who has a great vocabulary, who is able to express themselves so well. And then someone who isn't. And I feel like sometimes I do fall. Like it, could I be, could I be aided in my kind of paralysis sometimes on certain shows where I'm so intimidated? Could I be helped out by that? What what mindset could I get into of like what I say is not important? Just think what I'm just like. How do you relax in those moments? Because I I have that happen to me. Like when I did Conan's podcast, like I do not like my performance on Conan's podcast because I was so intimidated by Conan, so nervous, so just like having listened to so many people on there be like Mulaney's and you know. Uh, Mulaney really just like the, the <laughs> hater you can always you know like these well, great comics who have like every fucking line is funny every th- word they choose is is there's no ums they're just like so articulate and so funny well, I felt like almost my level of being funny and relaxed was diminished by 90% because I was so in my head of not about not being those those guys. What should I do next time? Well, I mean, what I can tell you to that is this. As a comedian, uh, what I said earlier really doesn't apply. You got to be pretty perfect. And so... Yes, you sorry. do. Sorry about that. No, you no, do. I mean, I'll say that to be funny. You kind of do. You, definitely, it's a much higher you bar. You do. It's a much yes. higher bar. But you can definitely also remind yourself in the moment. Like, I used to get so insanely nervous. Like, it was, it was kind of stage fright mixed with my speech problem where yeah. I would just feel this enormous weight and just remind yourself in that moment and, and, and I've come to a place, I mean, speech problem come back a little bit there, but you just kind of get through because you don't care, is that is that I've come to a place where you, I, my heart rate doesn't even raise one beat a minute. If I'm going to go on stage in front of an arena, you know, opening for some of the greats I've been able to open for or on TV live to millions of people, whatever, on the Today Show or something, and my heart rate doesn't even raise a beat because you just have to remind yourself it doesn't matter in the grand scheme. Like, you know you're funny. You've gotten to the place where you're one of the funniest I, people, one of the most sought after guests. You know you're hilarious. In those moments, Ben, I don't know that. And I think I'm a fraud and I, I have all these feelings of like, what am I doing here? And it really like cripples me. Like I, I almost don't want to do these shows anymore where I have such reverence for the, the show I'm doing because I feel I have such bad showings on them because I just, I'm almost like going to cry right now because I just, I feel paralyzed. I feel like I'm like someone off the street that just got pulled in and had a mic put in front of them as opposed to someone with like 20 <laughs> something years experience. Like it's really, it just feels like, uh, 
I, I don't I, I like I'm inarticulate right now even talking about it like I really can't get past that and and to the point where like I've said to myself I'm not accepting any more of these things where I, I have such a high bar set for myself because I won't live up to it and I will the whole time I was on Conan's podcast I could not relax I all I was thinking of was say something funny be funnier oh my god riff on that think of what they're saying like I was not present at all and I don't know how to overcome it well that let I mean, me help you thought with about that. Taking ethnicity and whatever the ethnicity is, put stuff in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so, like for for Conan, you could do shepherd's potatoes. Pie. <laughs> yeah, potatoes. Next time for I'll a bring... Jewish guy, throw in a couple matzo balls. Uh, <laughs> you know, a black guy. Uh, we, but yeah, well. we can talk off air about this. But I really <laughs> no, do I struggle with it myself. No, I can help you with that. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Like, I, I'm going to help really... walk you off the ledge while Andrew keeps uh, sending racial slurs through the background. <laughs> I learned it from you, Ben. <laughs> I prefaced it. This was 10 years ago on a show where you were allowed to say shit like that. I prefaced it. We did You're saying it now. So, it will be taken out of context in a clip yes, and it will. will be used against you in the future and I you know. will not be able to run for president. But I, I don't want well, you I've to already, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. that is my campaign <laughs> to keep you alive is that I'm going to release that, that clip. I appreciate that. <laughs> Just Ben <laughs> saying, chuck me lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no context. Look, it's so, all for you, Ben. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate me. it. So, I mean, look, you have to realize it's just counterproductive to have those thoughts. So you just have to shut off that line of thinking. That's what, to what I meant about when I said confidence is faked. Confidence is you have to remind yourself that the whole reason confidence exists is confidence. You can never, you don't need confidence for something that you know for sure is going to go well right? You don't need confidence to flip a light switch on because you know for a fact the light's going to come on when you flip it. So confidence only exists on things that you don't know for sure. And the whole presupposition of it is that I'm going to kill it at this thing, even though you don't know for sure, you just believe that you will because it's more. So look at things like a light switch, look at them it's, like walking down a hallway, like uh, things right. that I know are already foregone conclusions that is going to be successful. Don't, don't, just already know that it's going to be great and therefore it will be right. You're there for a reason. And like, remind yourself, all these performers have had such insecurities. Look at Conan's first two, three seasons doing his late night talk show where he is like, I mean, look at him now. He's no an insecure guy even now. Right. Insecure now, even yeah. now and he's the top of the game and Bill Maher, I'm sure has had the same things. And you go on these shows. It's like, these are, we are all people that came from this like very insecure background that brought us to a place where we can share what we do with the world and so it, it's just you have to stop your brain from thinking that and, re and you have to fake it till you make it just pretend that you're gonna kill it because that's what yeah. it's not I'm gonna faked. light switch it that's what like everybody that. does that's what everybody does yeah. i like that's the takeaway the smartest thing i ever did was ask ben to uh, articulate how he overcame that and how to help me because I, I honestly if i just think of things like the, the light switch was a great little trick you just gave me of like i don't go into a bathroom going like i really hope this goes well <laughs> like searching the wall being like <laughs> i don't want to fuck this up everything's riding on this like you don't do that in so many situations treat the things that you get that you do feel that way about like a light switch just light switch it yeah and, I think and you're at the point lesson. in your career where it is true for you i mean you've been invited back on conan's podcast you've already been there every show you're on you're going on more and more shows so you have to now right. look at from now on look at your talent 
in even things on talk shows or improvised things as a light switch, you already are there. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You're already at that level. So just free your brain. What if like, the light bulb's out, funnier. though? What if yeah, the bulb's out? Or what if it's out? one of those weird switches that oh, has like the good. like the dots on the side and it goes like up and down and you <laughs> yeah. don't know like if you hold it or if you're supposed to press it once. That's my hotel room yeah. has that right now. And like my normal that's switch. That's actually, yeah. More basic switch. All right, well, yeah. I'm um, <laughs> I'm guest hosting. Like a standard switch, you know? I'm not a newfangled switch. kind of ruins the whole, whole thing. Just like old, I am guest hosting Jimmy switch, Kimmel you know? Live. Uh, on the 25th and so I'm going to use this even though I'm not nervous about it I feel like there's going to be something at some point that day when I'm doing that show of being like how did I get here I'm going to fuck this up in some way Um, so I'm going to use the light switch analogy on that day and watch me guest host Jimmy Kimmel Live set your DVRs July or August 25th Gelato Um, I think you said (laughs) eat gelato while you do it set your DVRs to gelato Put your DVRs on Gelato and go warp speed straight to the universe. I'm hosting Jammy Jambo Live. <laughs> good plug. Ben Glee will be with us tomorrow on the show. Join us then. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for being here, Ben. You're hilarious. This was so much fun. Uh, his YouTube special is The Mad King. It's on YouTube right now. Check it out. Follow him on all socials. Ben Glee, G-L-E-I-B. Thank you so much, Ben. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't be cut and jack. Yeah. Stutter. <laughs> Stupid mouth, dumb kid. Jesus. Fortune cookies. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.